0: This Kentucky Derby Picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. And for a limited time, get your share of $100 million in prizes once you enter the DraftKings free survivor pool. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code SGP to get in on all the action. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, college football, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter code SGP twenty for twenty percent of off your first subscription. That's BetQL.co promo code SGP twenty. We're also brought to you by Ace Head. Ace is the leader in head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at Aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's Aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in Below the Belt Grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use that code SGP20. Finally. Don't forget to sign up for the free roll football contest where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sports gambling, podcast.com slash contest. That's sports gambling, com slash contest.
1: This is Jerry Glanville, And you're listening to S G P N let it ride brother.
0: Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money. With my partner and picks, Ryan, real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog? Sean. They
1: say when you work out, you shouldn't do it every day, and you need a rest day. And yet here we are, back to back to back to back
0: days. Just content choo train choo. all aboard. It's leaving the choo station. Choo 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 choo. I mean, Jesus Christ. Even in this week, we've already done a fantasy football preview. That was awesome. Mike Leach and college football preview, a whole nother episode. We're doing the Monday night Madden Sims. You already
1: forgot we did the NFC East preview this week. The NFC East preview.
0: So from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and even tomorrow, we're taping another uh, kind of our final NFL picks podcast if you're not back subscribed and spreading the word, I mean, this is the time this is football time. I feel like people are late to be getting back to football because of the the weird bullshit, but football is happening. Knock on wood, but all the train is moving out of the station and you got to get prepared for that uh, draft. We have a fantasy football draft kit. That's going to be going out to the email subscribers. So make sure you sign up for our newsletter. If you're not on that, uh, just head over to the website, sportsgamelingpodcast.com. Uh, and uh, under about us, there's a little link to sign up for the newsletter. I mean, don't, you know, it's of course free because everything we do is free, right? And that's all courtesy of the presenting sponsor, mybookie.ag. The mybookie.ag super contest is back better than ever. $100,000 prize to first place, 300000 in total prizes. Just pick five games against the spread each week. Winning season is back over at my bookie and uh, man had a nice little run with some NBA playoffs. It, we're living in great times. Take my NBA playoff money. I'm going to be putting it to the Kentucky Derby and NFL week one, just around the corner. NFL week one podcast will be dropping next week. Ryan Ooh. Christmas in September, because really every day is a gift and uh, you get unwrapped a different gift and the best gift. My Bookie Deposit Bonus 100%. When you head over to MyBookie.ag, use that promo code SGP 100% deposit bonus. College football, that's back. Colby, Dan, the base breaking down all the weird college stuff. Uh, I mean, UAB, yeah. they got a game coming up. It's all happening. You can bet on it all over at MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. Well Kramer before we uh talk Kentucky Derby picks, I have to talk a little NFL news uh Muhammad Sanu cut by the New England Patriots instant reaction
1: I'm sorry w- news why why is this even bothering me? I, I mean okay so they 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 made they they took a shot they took a shot at at, at a guy who they thought was going to be a professional wide receiver, and once again Bill Belichick wrong about a receiver yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at this point he hasn't been right about a receiver since Randy Moss. Yeah. And, and you know, okay, great. He, the greatest, you couldn't even make Chad Johnson, you know, the as people complained to me, spoke at me about the route running uh, and the <laughs> speed and the talent of Chad Johnson, whatever. It couldn't be successful either. So I guess that's not much uh, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I guess, there are plenty that think Nikhil Harry is a guy you should be looking to maybe target as a sleeper in fantasy. Again, if it's if the name isn't James White, Julian Edelman. Well,
0: and, and again, Leonard I know Fournette. I know we're just uh, off our uh, fantasy football preview, but I mean, doesn't this help James White even more? I mean, it's not going to be a dramatic swing, but James White is just going to catch a ton of passes. One other fun uh, NFL nugget: um, Kirk Cousins, when asked about uh, getting the coronavirus. If I die, I die I, as much as I like to make fun of Kirk cousins, rightly so for a lot of it, that's a great answer of just like, bring it on. I'm a, that sounds like what an actual Viking would say. It does sound like instead what a, of a Minnesota Viking.
1: Yeah. I mean, before they storm the beaches and, and start pillaging and raping. Then if I die, <laughs> I die. Yeah. You know, great. Kirk cousins. I mean, he's making a play, right? Got digs out of there. Now he's ready to go to work with Thielen and some rookies Dalvin cook. Yeah, sure. That's fun. That's a fun thing for him to say, but what you're really, there's not a third thing on your, on your football update list. Did you not see the way that (laughs) Joe judge all rise Dove for that fumble Sean? Is that not a team that is going to win some football games this year? Yes, it is all rise. And we talk about Jason Garrett later. So
0: yes, we talk about Jason Garrett. We talk about the Kentucky Derby cover so much ground in this episode
1: fucking great fumble recovery.
0: Just want to give a quick shout out to draft Kings, baby. Step up to the plate and become a draft King this year. I know it. I, I mean, I got to update some of my, some of my uh, week one lineups, make sure everything is good to go. Already chomping at the bit. The millionaire maker week one lineups only $5. Are you kidding me? And if that wasn't enough, they're giving you two shots at $1 million Two. Okay, you can't. And, and Scott Tolzien guarantee will not mess up your million dollars like he did to me. On top of that, amazing offer, DraftKings is giving away a share of up to one hundred million in dollars in prizes. Wow! Once you join their free survivor pool, so just join the free survivor pool. You get an instant bonus. On top of that, uh, one hundred million dollars. Jesus Christ! Free. God bless those people over at DraftKings. That bonus is, of course, completely free. <laughs> Download the top rated DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a free shot at a million dollar top prize and for a limited time. Get your share of $100 million in prizes once you enter DraftKings free survivor pool. That's promo code SGP to get in on all the action for a limited time only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Other terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Joining us all on the line, horse racing writer for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Malcolm Bamford. Malcolm, appreciate you uh, calling into the show again. Good
1: evening, gents. How we doing? Yes. Oh, you, 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 that's the way you're going to bring this man onto the show after last time he steps uh, to the plate and smashes yeah. a grand slam over the left
0: field fence. And just for people who maybe they missed the, uh, the first <laughs> podcast, uh, walk people through your predictions last time, what you got right. Just take a moment to hype yourself up.
2: Well, yeah, it, it went okay. Didn't it? I'll be honest. I, was, <laughs> I did actually consider whether or not I should just walk into the sunset and <laughs> in 20 years time, you could still be talking about that bloke with a silly accent who gave the trifecta in the Belmont. Or I could risk ruining my reputation by turning up again. But no, it went perfectly last time. Um, We got the trifecta up. Tis the Lord did the business. And the other two that we gave out chased it home. Uh, Yeah, it was all very exciting. So hopefully we can get a similar result this week.
1: Shoot or shoot. Sean and you can't make it if you're not taking shots. So we appreciate you coming back because a streak <laughs> of one is just that—a streak of one. Hey,
0: every streak begins with a <laughs> uh, trifecta hitting. That's what I like to say. I, I love uh, I love reading uh, Malcolm's articles, and of course, that's where I start when I'm trying to wrap my head around who to pick, and probably copy a bunch of his plays here, but. <laughs> it's so great. He throws in these and uh, just very uh, (laughs) non-American expressions that I'm really enjoying. When he was talking about some of the long shots, he has a quote in there quote. There's not much, uh, there's not much here that blows my skirt up, Oh, which is uh, it's, it's a great expression that I, you know, when Kramer throws out a three team tease, I'm just going to say that doesn't blow my skirt up. I I like that for, you know,
1: the American people do not do a great job of utilizing the English English language. I'll say that.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, when you read Malcolm's stuff, you're like, okay, this yeah. is a language. I I'm fancy excited. It. I fancy it. So Malcolm let's, let's, uh, let's just talk about the track a little bit. Of course it's kind of weird now that it's ra- The race is being done in August, it, you know, cause everything's September. Get, oh, sorry. September again, everyone's time is completely off. But uh, what is different now about the, uh, about the track being raced in September and, and any sort of major changes we should know about before we talk horses.
2: Yeah. Well, everything's Still out of kilter. Obviously, the race is the second leg of the Triple Crown, where it's traditionally the first. Is it the first Saturday in May? I think generally. Yeah. Um. Every everything's out of whack. The Belmont went first. We've then got the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, and the Preakness is next month. It's not as long away. This was about eighty odd days between the first two races, and the Preakness is quite soon, uh, early October. But nothing about the track or anything. Really, the horses. Should be a little bit further forward. Uh, May for three-year-olds is quite early in their season, um, so they should know a little bit more. Now it's September, although they haven't been able to get that many prep runs into them. But now they've all they've all had time for at least a prep run, uh, so they'll know a little bit more. They'll be a little bit further forward, if anything. So a little bit more experienced, which really should mean it's a less of a less chance of a shock. Um, early in May, you get some unexposed horses who will improve, uh, we now September the, we tend to know what they're all about. Uh, so we should still be looking towards the head of the market, but yeah, it's the same. It's the, it's back to a mile and two. The Belmont trip had changed the, the shortened that race. Uh, this is back to a mile and two, the standard distance. Uh, so it's, apart from the lack of a crowd. Um, it's a pretty, it's a standard Derby. So not, not much different, no excuses.
1: And and the the beauty of the Kentucky Derby is always that there's so many horses, so there's at least the illusion of being able to pick a winner down the list a little bit, like say I'll have another, yeah, or perhaps Country Hat was oh, Country House country Derby, Country House, yeah. I know you like to tout win, Sean. Well, so
0: yeah, last year I I had Country House winning, and of course it was that that review was ten of the longest minutes of my life. <laughs> Because they Country House came in second, and then there was that penalty, and they ended up winning the race. But isn't this
1: year different because we have LeBron James? Country
2: House last year. Yes, I did. That was horrible. You, I hope you donated that money to charity. You should have felt ashamed after that one. I know
0: it felt a little dirty, but no. I still, I still celebrated. Went out, had a nice steak dinner. Sean, uh, Sean
1: has done nothing but tout that victory. He's done no <laughs> donating of anything to charity. Well,
0: my charity is giving away these free picks. Having <laughs> my charities having Malcolm come on and let the listeners hear his his locks and and giving away the free cash that way. What, um, as far as the Kentucky Derby and long shots, and, and of course last year, country house certainly got a break with that. Uh, the penalty that ended up disqualifying the uh, actual winner there. What do you look for? Or is there a kind of a common thread for horses that do pull off an upset in the Kentucky Derby? Something we should be looking for if we're looking to take a long shot.
2: Well, I've got a couple of little stats, a couple of trends. Uh, that did sort of jump out and it hasn't been great for long shots. Obviously you had that one last year was it 60 something <laughs> to one, but um, be- before that you had six consecutive favorites that had gone in between 2013 and 2018, which is a hell of a lot in any race. You don't often see uh, six favorites in a row going. Um, so I think it, with it being earlier in the year, generally in May, that's when we talked on the last pod about, Uh, a horse going from its two-year-old year year to its three-year-old year. year. So that's why you'll get an unexposed horse that's come on over the winter, gets a little bit of sun on its back in the spring and it's ready to go and can, and can come on leaps and bounds from the end of its two-year-old season early in the spring. Now, because we're into the autumn, um, the, the horses, they're not exposed because they're still only three and learning the job, but we know a little bit more about them. And I don't think you're going to get such a leap of, of form that you can't do over a year when you put a horse away in September, October, November of one year, and then bring it back out in May the next year, they can, they can make a huge leap forward. Uh, some of them, the other thing you mentioned before about it being a full field, a big field, this is unusual for American racing, 18 runners go to post on Saturday. now we get that in England all the time, Um, but you don't often see, you rarely see more than maybe 10, 12 runners in us racing. And some horses respond to that horses like being around other horses, being amongst other horses. Um, And you can often get a, a long shot who sometimes is running between with five, six, seven other horses and doesn't get the buzz surrounded by the thud and blunder of 17 other horses and um, a horse will respond to that. And a long shot might just pick up the bit and say, yeah, I, I fancy this and go for it. So that's of the 0 today.
0: maybe there's a Nick Foles type horse oh. out there when the chips are stacked against the giant deck. <laughs> well, yeah. And literally a, a horse <laughs> dog, but um, you know, like that he's when he sees everyone else going for it, this long shot, you know, gets it in his head. Like, all right, hell, we're racing. Okay. I'm going to go for it. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. And maybe you just a reference. I have no statistics <laughs> on the size of any of the horses' penises.
0: Well, Long, uh, Cock. don't worry,
2: I do. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> ryan'll, ryan'll take care of that uh, in the next chapter. But. And that's interesting. He's talking about that, that leap. And basically some of these horses were able to surprise at the Derby because of that leap. And, and we, we saw that we see that all the time with NFL quarterbacks in that one to two year leap. We saw it with (laughs) kind of Lamar Jackson, making that leap coming out of nowhere. And now that they're in autumn, he's Malcolm's pointing out that like, well, you kind of see what these horses are. And so it's even going to be harder to have a a horse sneak up on you. any kind is week, of surprise?
2: This is week thirteen fixtures rather than week one NFL, where you, yeah, you, you, everyone's pregnant with the possibility of what, <laughs> what might happen. Uh, this is this is week thirteen, and and we know what's happening.
0: Certainly. Um. All right. So let's get to it. Let's talk the horses. It seems like you're all in on a tis the law, even though tis the laws is a huge favorite right now.
2: It's, I know we had this conversation last time when I turned up and I didn't want to tip the favorite. It's a bit boring, but um, we watched the race last time and it was very, very (laughs) impressive, wasn't it? Uh, It's been just as impressive since it came out and won the Travers um, just to really just to shake the rust off and make sure that it was prepped uh, for Saturday's race. But the the horse just looks so straightforward and that's quite a rare thing because the horses. They're not machines. They're not robots. They're not even people. So they can't tell you how they're thinking or feeling. So there's always that question mark uh, about an animal. This thing looks like a robot. Like it's a, it's it's got such an easy style of running. It doesn't need seven or eight things to go right for it to win. It just needs to break out, stalk the pace. And when Manny Frankel presses the button, the horse goes and does the rest. It's it, it, could steer it. We could win on this. I reckon I could win on this on Saturday.
0: <laughs> so you're saying if you were on Tis the law, you well, would still pick Tis the law. And it, and it seems there's a I lot think of, so, yeah. it seems like there's a lot of people
1: out there. that are like, well, wait a second. Honor AP didn't run against Tis the law and the Belmont. He's sitting there at five to one. Perhaps that is the horse that is allowing us to get great value on Tis the law at only three to five, because why isn't this horse a bigger favorite? This is LeBron fucking James. Yeah. All right. We have, we don't see horses like this all the time. And I think like Malcolm just pointed out that, this horse can do things wrong and still win this race.
0: Don't don't get cute. Like Charles Barkley and take the blazers <laughs> to win in round one. Realize that tis the law is going to win. And and it's more about what you can pair with yeah. tis the law well, in that trifecta in that tri box,
1: the angle against tis the law is simply the position I, I think you yes. would say, but all of the the, 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 the favorites are all out there. So they're all going to have to travel that extra distance. I just, you know, I took a future on "Tis the Law" winning the Kentucky Dirt like way back uh, right after the Belmont, and you can get even money on it. It's now it's 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 now slightly more expensive than even money, but still value. Sean, I'm gonna risk it all. I've been telling you about this secret <laughs> horse account I have. It's all going on "Tis the Law" this weekend. What could possibly go wrong? So "Tis the Law."
2: Honestly, even money is like that's like finding money in the streets on oh, Tis the Law. That's incredible.
1: Well, and now it becomes the exercise of like, of course, I'm not only gonna bet on one bet. Oh, yeah. Where is my tri box Where am I harvesting this long shot to juice up my tri box to get it or or you know, maybe a superfecta here and there?
0: Well, okay. So uh, right now tis the law four to six. He's the guy that you want to put in there and then kind of pair around it. Kramer oh, briefly mentioned the the pole position for Tis the Law is 17 and the 17 position a horse has never won the Kentucky Derby uh, according to the your article here what are are you worried at all that the pole position or, or where he's starting is going to impact his race
2: well i was when I, I saw the draw on me what day we on i saw the draw maybe tuesday morning and instantly became concerned now if if we had an 18 runner race in this country around Two turns and something was drawn out there. You'd just put a line through it. You'd you'd give it give it no chance. And I thought that was a real concern. Um, And then I had a little look at the draws of the other horses and their the history books. Okay, so seventeen has never won, but um, going back to two thousand and eight, the winners have come from uh, stall. Their country house was twenty last year. Uh, You had a 13 before that American Pharaoh. If you remember that talking horse, that was 18. Uh, Orb came from 16 animal kingdom came from 16. Big Brown came from 20. So that's been the place to be. Um, So, and I I was, that kind of baffled me a little bit. That flew in the face of everything I understood to be right and proper uh, in horse racing. And then if you look at the, the other horses are out there as well. So. There's only three horses with single-figure odds. You've got Tis the Law, Honor AP, Sean, which you mentioned, at fives, and Authentic at eights. They're drawn 16, 17, 18. Uh, And then the next one we've put up in our article, NY Traffic, is drawn 15. So they're all out there. So I think, do you know the old flock of geese formation? I can see them coming down... They've got to get out, and get, it's almost a separate race. Those four on the outside have got to come out, get down that straight, and then just ease the way across. I think what will help, tis the law, is the honorary and authentic want to get to the front, which just means they'll just tow tis the law in behind. Yeah, Yeah, they'll just hitch himself to the back of them, and they do all the work. They're they're doing half his work for him, so he can slingshot him. He can uh, shake and bake off the old off the third bend. And he'll be gone. So I was I was really concerned about it, but that was from an Englishman's point of view. Within five minutes of having a look at it, uh, those concerns just melted away, like and I thought we were we were home and host again.
0: Well, yeah, and we haven't seen the flying V, I think, since uh, <laughs> Gordon Bombay and the Mighty Ducks. There you go. You know who's who's on the end of that uh, that V, and he's a guy you kind of touched on a little bit in your article. This is this is uh one again, I I, I liked his the law for sure. Gonna have some money on him, but I also like as a long shot, and I got to bet a little long shot. I'm going to do a little uh on NY traffic right now. My bookie has NY traffic mm. 25 to 1. Uh, and you even hit on in your article that he uh he looks incredibly genuine, he's not one of those phony yep. horses. And uh, I, I like th- to watch you know, when I go to Santa Anita, Sean, I watch the
1: horses do that lap around the paddock, I want to see. What are, what's their attitude like? Are, have they been? Are they acting like they've been here before? Are they a little skittish? I like that. I like I like going that next level on what the horse is up to. Well, and I
0: was worried that he was a New York guy, but it Uh-oh. turns out his uh, his jockey John Finelli and New York traffic the horse uh, they're they're from Philadelphia. John Finelli, South Philly guy. The first Fuck. two horses Finelli owned got him a twenty five thousand dollar return in the same day. And uh, I guess he's been on a pretty crazy roll. Uh, In in one day, five hours apart, his gray colt named NY Traffic made his debut, and Math Wizard, a horse Finelli had claimed for twenty five thousand dollars in January, won one million in the Pennsylvania Derby at thirty one to one, and then New York Traffic finished third that day at forty seven to one. So, New York Traffic Finelli they got a little heat, little momentum coming in here. I'm throwing a little on. NY traffic to win it all, but also going to be putting them or, or uh, NY traffic in the tribe box. Who are some of the other contenders or uh, other horses you like to possibly pair with? Tis the law.
2: I'd, I'd liked NY traffic. Um, the the two best pieces of form or the most informative pieces of form we've got are the Belmont, which we've watched, uh, and there's a race called the Haskell Stakes, which Authentic won. Uh, but not by very far from NY traffic, NY traffic chased home authentic uh, in that race. We then start to draw little roadmaps, little form lines through that. So authentic beat honor AP. I don't see a reason why honor AP should get in front of authentic to the eye. There was no reason why they should reverse form in thousand words. he was a bit further down the list at 14 to one finished in front of authentic. And I don't see a reason why authentic should reverse that form. So I can put a line through all of those. Um, Dr. Post, unfortunately, I don't know if you remember the great big baby from the Belmont. um, I had him to, Run a big race, but they've pulled him out. There was quite a few non-runners disappointing. There was a horse called Rushy and a horse called Caracaro, as well as Doctor Post, that all came out this week. Um, So we're going back to Max Player, which was a horse that did us the biz. That that filled the third place in the Belmont. Um, Now, Max, real
0: sorry, just real quick on Max Player. He's sitting in the number two pole position right now, sitting there at thirty to one. Do you think one of those ho- horses in the early pole position has a chance? I, I mean, I do like all these horses that we've highlighted at the end with Tislaw Authentic, Honor AP, New York Traffic at the 15, 16, 17, 18 slot. But it, what do you think about Max Player in his post position there?
2: Um, it's a death sentence, really. Tra- I think 41 years and 30 years since a horse has come out of one or two yeah. to win. Um, which is why I'm happy to play max player for a place. He's a closer. He'd be sitting out the back anyway. So that really doesn't affect him. It's not, he, he doesn't have to go forwards from that position. So the stalls can open uh, and the jockey can take a little pull and just sit in behind. Um, the reason I like the, the closers was because I think these other the three or four that we have mentioned, the three or four, the head of the market, if they want to chase tis the law, I think they're just going to cut each other's throat, which means you're looking then, as Tis the law shoots off down the street, we're then looking for stuff coming from the back, uh, which is where max player and NY traffic. Uh, and this, that's where you might get a bigger price. That's where you might get one of these 50 to one shots. Um, if the, if some of the good horses run for second place, if they decide I can't beat Tis the law, I'm just going to run for second. They could probably do that. Um, but I don't think they will. It's the Kentucky Derby. They're going to, they're going to try and chase Tis the law down. And like I said, I think they'll I think they could run the finish out of each other. Uh, and set it up for some other stuff coming from the back.
0: Like it, Kramer. Sean,
1: do I get to throw in a bet here? Yeah. What are you? What are you doing? What are you looking? I'm telling you, tis the law. I'm going heavy, but I'm also going to take who will the winning jockey thank first? Oh, okay. A little very, a prop very my bookie. obvious to go with God, but every interview you see, he speaks about. Uh, is it his name's Manny? Manny Franco, I believe.
2: Franco. Yeah.
1: He speaks about tis the law. Like it's his best friend. It's (laughs) Will
2: Ferrell and
1: Mark Wahlberg in a buddy cop movie. And I believe at plus 300, he will thank the horse first Yeah, because as we mentioned, tis the law generational talent on the, uh, on the flat oval. (laughs) And yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. Plus 300 feels like a decent price. Uh, There's all sorts of interesting props here. Uh, there's some
2: great props on my bookie.ag. More than I, mean, I expected. i was gonna bring that up in a little while. Oh,
0: yeah. This is right
2: up your street, you There's some really <laughs> daft bets here. Like there's the the length uh of the horse's name. Yeah. It's all per- go over thirteen letters or under thirteen letters, something like that. <laughs> You've got the winning age of the trainers up there. Um, there's a whole lot of silliness up there. Like I knew you boys would be banging to.
0: Kramer. what are, what are the uh, as far as the the weird props? Well, anything I, jumping out? I at think you?
1: most of the props are really angled around "tis the law." So you're probably better off just taking "tis the law" than some of these. Uh, you know, you can bet on a man crying. Will the will the <laughs> trainer uh, cry in the post race interview? Yes, is plus three fifty. Um, I,
0: I don't think these. I don't think he's crying.
1: No, no. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think the one where if you have an opinion or you think you know who's going to be thanked, they're all they're all plus three hundred family, trainer, owner, horse, or God. So, uh, you know, I, I, do think I like thanking the horse. Cause I do think if tis, the law wins, he gets thanked first. Will an NBC host win their trifecta bet. John uh, feels like it's stealing candy from a baby to be able to bet no here at minus 900, the just pure mathematical probability of someone hitting a trifecta. Now this year it's a little bit different because obviously tis the law Appears to be, but that would be a, a fun way to fade. Tis the law, and then uh, the last one is uh, w- Will Will Secretary's record of one fifty nine four be broken?
0: Yes, fifteen to one. Oh, I I, I don't know about you, Malcolm, but I would. <laughs> so I, you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I would go no there, but d- does minus uh, forty five hundred for the no. One, Classic yes, Sean Locke.
2: What price is the law? Is so it's four to six. Is so what's that minus one? Six, yeah, minus one, 150. Yep, okay. So we've got one of these props. It's the number of words in the name of the derby. Yes, weather. I was just gonna get to this one. Did you pick that one out? Three words, minus 190.
1: So, and, yeah, and it gives you a bunch of uh, other horses.
0: Yeah, you get it. I mean, yeah, what, yeah minus 190. I mean, that's, that's not ideal. Yeah, you're laying a little bit. You know which one of these I I like, uh, kind of. If you don't, if you're not, if you're gonna well, fade to hold the hold on law. a second, sure. honor AP is that three? Uh, I would say that's two, but you would have to probably ask my bookie there. <laughs> the the <laughs> horse name being two words is plus six hundred. Ooh, you and got I, a lot. I love that because I said honor AP, New York traffic, winning impression, attachment rate, solvalot, necro like there's. I think you get like half the field at plus 600. If you're looking to just kind of throw out a fade against yeah. tis, the law, a, a two word horse winning at plus 600. Uh, I really like that. But yeah, uh,
2: yeah there has got something there for you. Wasn't there? Yeah. I think so, there's all sorts, of, uh, all sorts of things.
0: All right, Malcolm. So we got, we're going on tis the law. What else? Uh, do you have an official trifecta? Yeah,
1: I have a trifecta. We should give out a trifecta, yes. right? Yes.
0: I'll, I'll start. I'm going to my tri box, Tis the Law, New York Traffic, Authentic, and then throw a little bit on uh, Tis the Law to win it all. And then uh, New York Traffic is my long shot to win it all. Kramer, what are you doing? What's your wow. What's your try box?
1: You really, did you throw uh, th- three favorites in there? Almost you tried. You tried your hardest. No, New York uh, t- chapter is twenty
0: five to one. What are you talking about?
1: Tis the law is going to be my first one, honorary AP, and uh, for no other reason other than he kept popping up, and I just the name. I want to hear. I want to hear his name being called down the backstretch, and that's King Guillermo. Oh, wow. King Guillermo down the backstretch. <laughs> I just want that. I just want to hear that. So I'm going to throw him in there at the end, 22 to one. It's not going to pay all that great. But you know, again, like I said, all 95% of my units are going on tis the law.
0: Now, now Malcolm, before you throw out yours real quick, what do we have to do to name a horse? Because I think <laughs> if we could, and maybe we can get a, a Kickstarter going, get the audience to chip in. If we can fight a horse and name him DJs only, I think that would be huge. For the brand, is there like some sad like horse that's near the end of its life that we can buy for? <laughs> like, are there real cheap horses that we can name somewhere? Is it because you you see people who get like a star named after them for like twenty
2: dollars? Santa
1: Anita has like five grand claiming races. Oh, okay.
0: Do you know? Do you know of yeah,
2: any? you could you could you could pick a horse. I well, will tell you what happens over here quite a lot is that they'll do a competition or a little raffle or something like that. So the winner gets to name the horse. Oh, okay. So yeah. So it either it's often the charity thing. So everyone pays a fiver or a tenner um, and all the money goes to charity and the pull your name and you get to name, the host. Um, so there's there's something, but yeah, you could pick one up if, if you just want to run it once yeah, in last place with a silly name, you would be able to find a cheap horse. Oh, so that's not a problem. Oh,
1: okay, that's that's, right. uh, that, that's gone onto the top of the priority list above naming a bowl game. Yes, the DGen's only bowl, bowl game
0: first a horse and then the bowl game. All right, uh, Malcolm, let's do it. What's your what's your trifecta? And then do you have a long shot? You're going to sprinkle on outside of Tiz.
2: Okay, yeah. So Tizal wins, wins by about four lengths. The others. Try to stay with it. Can't stay with it. They cut each other's throats. Fall in a hole coming down the stretch. NY Traffic into second place at twenty-five to one, and I'm going to take our old uh, favorite Max player Ooh. to defy stall two and follow that home in third at twenty to one.
1: Right, write um, that down, Sean. I'm betting this. Yeah, definitely.
2: The other one, if you if you wanted a rag. Um, and it's the, it's the horse coming out to stall one. It's a horse called Finnick. The fierce it's 50 to one, but it just has a really good attitude. We talked before about a genuine horse. This is a genuine horse. So if the front ones do cut each other's throats and there's stuff staying on from the back, beaten, going past beaten horses, Finnick, the fierce will stay all day and will pass beaten horses. Uh, so that might just run into third or fourth at 50 to one.
1: Also, three letters in its name, so would be a part of that minus one ninety. And last yeah, thing do. to clean up: four lengths. Uh, the prediction for "Tis the Law" that would be a plus two twenty-five. You can get three to five and three quarters lengths. How the fuck they're <laughs> gonna? Yeah, yeah. Why they're cutting me off at a three quarters? Who knows? But that seems like a fun prop. Pred- <laughs> that, that's a fun prop as well.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, Malcolm, appreciate you calling in. Love all the articles over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot com. He's also a a commentator over at Live Sports FM. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at Mal underscore B underscore Sport. Thanks again, man, and uh, happy racing.
2: Anytime, boys. Enjoy it, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Cheers. BetQL baby.
0: Oh man, love me some BetQL. Download that app. BetQL Google Play or App Store. NBA, MLB, College Football, Ryan, NHL. I was just, uh, I'm like, who does BetQL like in this UAB game? Cause you know I'm gonna be getting down on it. They got a five star pick for that, and their five star picks been hitting at 67. percent But if you're looking for an advantage, why not? You know, it's it's good to have a lot of data sources, Ryan. And they got a, a tons of uh, fun trends that they crank out left and right. They got the best bets algorithm scanning thousands of data points to give you that best bet recommendation. Again, grab it in the app store or Google play store. And if you want that a premium service that they got going as far as the subscription data, etc., a lot of, a uh, lot of fun stuff in there and you know, get some tools Betql.co, enter code SGP 20 for 20% off your first subscription. That for 20% off your first subscription. And one more before we, uh, Talk to the cool. about that action. Hold on. We got a DJ in the booth tonight, switching Jesus it up. Christ. Manscaped. Oh man, this is oh. awesome! <laughs> because, um, our uh Adam Pelletier, who's a fantasy football contributor, make sure you check out that podcast. I think he's a
1: guru, actually. Yes,
0: guru. We did with uh, Adam and Joe Dolan, awesome fantasy football preview. But he texted me, he goes, <laughs> You won't believe this. Um, I, I was just talking to a guy in my fantasy football league who said he was evaluating trades in one hand and then trimming his pubes with the other hand. <laughs> I'm gonna go, I go, I go, you got to be using a manscape to do that. You get because every other uh, male grooming thing, it's a two-hand operation. <laughs> Manscaped, it's it's a one-hand operation. You can do whatever you want with that other hand. <laughs> I, I, I imagine myself getting some best balls going in one hand yeah. while I create my best balls Police using shot. the manscape. 3.0. Yes, don't, don't
1: misrepresent, misrepresent,
0: but again, if you uh, you know, you can have the best ball draft, but if you want the best balls around, you got to get a manscape and get that 3.0. <laughs> Seven the lawnmower 3.0, of course, fire up the lawnmower 7,000 RPM with that quiet stroke <laughs> technology. That led light illuminates the grooming area. No nicks, no cuts. You just uh, you want to stay clean, want to stay fresh. You got to grab. A Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, and this is the best part. Use our promo code SGP20, get 20% off and free shipping. manscape.com, Promo code SGP20, 20% off and free shipping only at manscaped.com. I, I will warn, uh 7,000
1: RPMs might have a dog whistle effect. So maybe be careful before uh, taking part in any activities at like oh three no. in the morning when everyone's asleep <laughs> in the house, your
0: dog just fires up. What's going on? Is that I hear that 7,000 RPMs blow your dog's mind and, uh and your wife, girlfriend, uh, fucking love whatever love you're into manscape. God bless him. God bless. And uh, God bless these fellas. Join the joining the sports gambling podcast network recently with their hit debut podcast about that action. Calling in right now, we got Kyle Waddy Watnall and of course Mark Megatron Glass. Thanks for calling in, guys. Hey,
3: happy to be on. Thank you for having us, guys.
0: So has uh, has the podcast fame already gotten to either one of your heads?
4: Uh, I'd say definitely Mark's head a little more than myself so far. Um, he, I saw him doing his warmups uh, outside the door before coming in here. Um, but definitely, uh, definitely an exciting start and
3: exciting space to be a part of. When you say, "Oh yeah, definitely," Kyle walked in on me doing some uh, pre-podcast pushups.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask because, admittedly, you, you hear the stories about Tom Cruise where before a big scene, if he's got his arms out, he does a couple. Push-ups on the side, you get that pump. So your, your veins are popping. You got a nice bicep. And now that we've switched over to video, admittedly, I've done the same. I've tried to cu- tried to cut down on the pre-workout does horrible things to my stomach, but I'm already, I'm already thinking of my pregame routine because NFL Sunday, just around the corner, nope. we'll be doing our pregame Absolutely. periscope and uh, you know, Getting getting going, talking football at nine AM, Yacked out of my mind out of like a Red Bull and uh coffee and get like a or a red eye, whatever it is, and then you're cutting it with the the whiskey. So I I'm, uh, I'm just another so
1: one of the contributors here at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network that knows how to just tickle your fancy and bring up your love of throwing up plates. Sean's been very into his arms lately. So I appreciate you bringing up that you're also doing a little bit of working out before the podcast, because like that. as they say, shooters shoot, and you can't shoot without guns, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got to have some guns repping the second amendment. All right guys. So early on, uh, just what, if people haven't checked out an episode about that, actually, well, they definitely should. Well, and I was going to, bef- cause you, you asked them how is
1: being the podcast? So how is this new life? And and of course they've probably been introduced to our massive amount of female uh, listeners, <laughs> uh, all 2% of them.
0: Well, I think we're, I think we're up to 3% in <laughs> some places, depending wow. on, on how people uh, identify, but um, yeah. So walk people through kind of the concept of the podcast. And of course, make sure you go to the sports gambling podcast network feed. Just type that into Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found. And you'll, you'll be hooked for uh, getting those bout that action episodes, but yeah, just throw out kind of the, uh, the concept behind the podcast.
4: Of course, um, basically. So Mark and I went to school together. Uh, we were roommates. We were playing uh, good old division three soccer at a division three school back in the day. Uh, we became good buddies then, and uh, we both ended up uh, after graduating from college, uh, going into the sports industry uh, and working in a couple different fields there. Uh, so then we kind of reconnected there, and um, you know, we always realized we had a pretty fun chemistry and thought it might be a cool concept to uh, get in on the whole, you know, the booming sports gambling industry, and and so we sort of created this podcast where we we were able to you know share some inside the industry, you know, look at our lives and, and what it's like and how fun it is while also uh, you know shooting the shit, having some fun and uh, giving out some picks.
1: My, my thoughts on it, Sean. It's got yes. a little of that Fight Club vibe, right? Like oh, we're, okay. we're infiltrating. Yeah, <laughs> these these are the Dgens that have infiltrated <laughs> mainstream <laughs> mainstream official white collar industries. And they're out there doing the dirty work, doing the there, doing yeah. the the legwork to spread the good word about the sports gambling podcast network.
0: Now, now, when Absolutely. you're talking about kind of the sports sports industry, the players, I mean, I I definitely have a feeling that a lot of these guys involved in the business also are gamblers. Do you guys have any a, any time where maybe someone you've worked with, or you heard an agent, or you knew a player that was maybe betting? I mean, I, I'm sure some of these guys just go nuts. Especially if they're not in the NFL for the Super Bowl, or whatever. Do you guys have you had any experience or hearing guys talk about the lines at all?
3: Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I guess uh, for me, I'm trying to think. Uh, I work at, for an agency, right? So we got like really close uh, connections with a number of different players across a variety of sports. So I know for them, like, they're actually not allowed to bet on any kind of sport even if, like if you played basketball you couldn't bet on football or anything like that. but I definitely heard some stories of guys like actually looking at like draftkings and websites like that <laughs> where they're actually like looking at themselves as underdogs. Before they play games <laughs> to get fired. I can't up. speak to if they're putting money on it, though. Well, just like right. Pete Rose, he's only betting on himself, baby. I mean, yeah, which I think should be totally legal. I just want to go on well, right Yeah, and, and that it. is
0: that is the cool aspect of uh, fighters that fighters in the state of Nevada are allowed to bet on themselves. And whenever I hear guys also betting on themselves immediately, that's who I'm backing. But,
1: but, there, but yeah. you just apply the same rules as stock trading, you just can't bet on yourself more than 24, 48 hours before an event something like that. So you can, again, it's like a jinx. It, I, it. It seems as though people always think that if someone's betting, they must be doing something nefarious, but most people that bet are just looking for a little bit of a rush, <laughs> right? right? Like these professional athletes, 25, 50, what, what are you going to pay a guy like that to tank nowadays? You're not, it, it's not realistic. Sure. Maybe college kids we can get down. Well, that path yeah, enough. we
0: can, but we can talk about the Austin P long snapper because that kid <laughs> I mean, that kid owed some money to someone because just two (laughs) horrific long snaps in the first college football game of the season. And they don't, they didn't even get points out of that. So I I don't know what was going on there. Uh, But yeah, that was, I mean, sometimes you really have to wonder And as a gambler, you're paranoid. Like, Oh, is you know, is there an inside fix? Is something going on? And then, of course, Tim Donaghy comes out, and you're like, "Oh yeah, I was right. I was right. There was some sort of fix going on." But that never—it's hilarious because betting on the NBA has never been more popular after it came out that a referee was rigging the games. So even when you hear that stuff is rigged, you're like, "All right, but I, I still really like this side." Definitely, and I, I think with the uh, the convenience factor that's coming to it
4: as well, um, especially when you're out working these events. I mean. Betting on an event that you're watching live is just is just so awesome. So I definitely, especially with the fight game, you see, you know, tons of people around the sport, around the media, whoever it is, uh, engaging in this just because it's 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 fun to watch a game on TV that you bet on. But it's even can sometimes be even even bigger rush when you're there,
3: you know, watching it live. Can wow. you guys just can you guys just picture though, Kyle? Working like the uh, the PR side of events, right? So he's in there with the suit and his credentials, and you got to be like really calm and controlled. Like all the people work in the event, and then you just see Kyle just losing his shit. That (laughs) reminds
1: me of the time Sean and Colby embarrassed the brand up in uh, Pullman, in Washington State. We're up in the press room. And they just start cheering like like
0: savages. It's completely <laughs> dead quiet. That. And then I just can't do that. Yeah, we got. I had a decent amount of cash on on Washington State. You know, the guy throws a forty yard bomb down the center of the field. I just get up in the booth. I'm like, yes, let's go. And then they come over like, there's no cheering. I'm like, I'm not cheering the players. I'm cheering my bet. But apparently that's not allowed either. Uh, right. So yeah. All right, guys. Kentucky Derby. We just had our Kentucky Derby guy on. Uh, yep. he, he broke down. I mean, Malcolm's great. English dude S really seems to know his horses. He's coming off successfully well, giving out the he trifecta. Did,
1: he did admit he didn't come prepared with cock lengths of, yes. of horses Little but disappointed. So unfortunately we didn't get that depth of analysis,
0: but do you guys have a, any thoughts? Are you guys throwing anything uh, on the Derby this weekend?
4: Yeah, uh, I could throw out some, uh, some of the stuff I've got in mind. Um, I think I'm sure you guys talked a bit about tis the law and, and, and th- how big a favorite it is this year? Um, I'm gonna play some exactas with "Tis the Ooh. Law" in mind. Uh, I'm gonna play an exacta with "Tis the Law" and Major Fed, who's a 50 to 1. Ooh. Uh, "Tis the Law" and Thousand Words. I like Thousand Words. That's a, a Bob Baffert horse. Um, it's one of those late blooming horses that could maybe benefit from the uh, the race being pushed to later in the year. So I'm gonna play one with that. Also gonna play on with Authentic. Uh, "Tis the Law" and Authentic. Uh, that's another Bob Baffert horse. The second one in the field. Um that one has only lost to Honor AP in the Santa Anita Derby um which was actually uh, I was actually one of the few people who got to be at the Santa Anita Derby this year um I was there working it and it was it was a crazy I mean, I mean I'm sure you can imagine it was a pretty spooky but but cool uh cool thing to witness with such a huge uh you know such such huge stands and a huge track and no one there um but I was there to watch that race so I'm going to have that I'm also going to play a couple exactas with Honor AP winning um, I'll take Honor AP and Tis the Law in one, mm. Honor AP and Thousand Words in one, uh, Honor AP and Major Fed in one as well. And then lastly for me, uh, I like Finnick the Fierce as my long shot. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it's Got a great story. This horse, uh, he's he has one eyeball uh, and he was originally purchased for three thousand dollars, which is stupid cheap for a racehorse. I just like the story here. I think it'd be a really funny thing. This horse has come back from. You know, lots of adversity, uh, and I like the idea of a horse that's half blind, uh, just kind of running to the front and winning a race. So I'm well, gonna take
0: that as my long shot. Well, that's awesome because we were talking to Malcolm. I said, "What do we gotta do to buy a horse and, <laughs> and name it? Name it #dgens only. And he's like, "Yeah, you can probably find." I didn't know Finnick was only three thousand. He Wait
1: which by the way finnick also three words which if you're betting the will the winner have three words minus 190 oh yeah He yeah. has uh, the law and and the long shot there so there you go
0: mark do you point. have any uh you got any action for the kentucky derby this weekend
3: action yes advisable action definitely not <laughs> hey that's <laughs> that's the theme here things.
0: at the podcast
3: <laughs> i always say on our show that i'm extremely honest in what i know and what i don't know and what i don't know is is horses and how to measure their athleticism. So I just go based off <laughs> the odds. I've got Authentic to win at eight Ooh. to one
0: odds. Nice, yeah. I threw Authentic in in my try box, so that'll be fun if uh, they end up. You know, that Sean, up.
1: people thought you were crazy when you called out Country House last year. So and, uh, anything is right. possible
0: here the, around right. the short track of Churchill Downs, <laughs> oh, man. And it's it's really a shame because Kentucky Derby. Besides being just a fun event, it's one of the all-time parties. Oh yeah! I think uh, Wes Welker was there last year, taking ecstasy with Kid Rock or <laughs> whatever that story was. Uh, and you know, there's always a little bit of a wildness at these. And it's funny because people they get they get dressed up in those fancy clothes and then uh, you know are like just Fucking slamming assholes. slamming mint juleps and and doing God knows what else. One of the uh, you know back when I was growing up on the East coast, one of the major, like it was considered one of the biggest party events of all time was the preakness. Like yeah. people would frats would go down and and just party there and go nuts. And uh, I remember hearing a story, um, this one girl, they were partying there all day. I think she went to like Del Val or some like really crappy uh, college and Is that go, the Radford of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not good. <laughs> And uh, they're just going hard the entire day uh, that, that the preakness I think is where they do the um, outhouse races where people get yeah. on the top of the outhouses and run and people fire beers at them and try to knock them <laughs> down anyway, completely wild day. And uh, as they're going ready to go in to to watch the race, they say to the one girl, they're like, okay, come on, let's go watch the horses race. And she just goes, what? There are horses. She had no idea there was a horse race going on. She was there just to, just for the party, a
1: former neighbor of mine. uh, She, she was kind of in the the entertainment industry and she would go to work, the conduct a work, a show in the area and end up always being there for the Kentucky Derby. And one of her observations is that if you are at all in like the privileged crowd with the access quote unquote, it's really hard to not get blackout drunk because all of the whiskey, all of the whiskey that is there in Kentucky, like people are just pouring whiskey down yeah, your throat. I mean, so I could only imagine the stories. Like there must be just tons of fucking rich guys, you know, hashtag me tooing in closets.
0: Well, and, and there is, uh, there's Hunter S. Thompson went and covered it one year oh and just like went on a, a epic like, kind of debaucherous run. As you'd imagine, I think he had like an ether rag going in the (laughs) Kentucky Derby press box. So that's a great read. If you ever come across it, what about you guys? Any, any great uh, like tailgating, partying, going nuts before a a sporting event?
3: Oh yeah. I'm sure we've got a lot of that. Um, I actually was just thinking about you reminded me, but we had, so we played soccer right in college and we had this assistant coach who was this complete degenerate both in a gambling and a drinking sense. Like this guy was like a division one, all american supposed to go pro. And he just burned out cause he drank way too much. But I remember he looked me in the eyes with zero context around, like I must've been like a sophomore. So I was been like 19 years old. He looked at me and he said, Mark, there's two things you have to do in life. He said in life, he said, what's that coach? He said, you got to visit an old Miss sorority house. <laughs> And you ha- and you have to go to the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he said that. I don't know why. I didn't explain.
1: Well, honestly, Sean, I don't know how I feel about the Ole Miss sorority house now that we're hashed Hail State.
3: Yeah, Mississippi Sta- State
1: fans <laughs> now, but yeah, uh, we li- like start that. Vegas, guys. <laughs> I want to know what happened at the sorority house <laughs> and the Kentucky Derby to this man that those are the two things.
0: Well, uh, I, uh, one of my buddies in in uh, stand up always had a great routine where he was uh, he goes. Guys just rate travel places on whether or not they got laid there or not. He goes, it could be the most random place, but in their mind, it's awesome because they got laid there. Like, oh man, you've never been to Cincinnati? Cincinnati is a good time. Like, he's just he's just remembering this chick he hooked up with three years ago, but like attaches it to some random ass food and pussy.
1: Right. two, Two two vectors for rating a city. Exactly.
0: Well, and and. Uh, and while we're kind of in this territory, talking tailgating stories, one of the yeah. great uh, tailgate stories I had of all time, it was at giant stadium. It actually wasn't for a, uh, a giants game. It was, it was senior year in in uh, high school. And uh, we went to a Dave Matthews concert, which uh, I'm, I'm probably dating myself there, but, uh, it, and you know, Dave Matthews, like legendary tailgating scene,
1: not that there's anything wrong with that.
0: No. And uh <laughs> My buddy who drove us there, he was reaching into the cooler of a back seat or, uh, or no, in the, it was in the trunk. He was going to grab a beer, and uh, another one of my friends wasn't paying attention. He had just grabbed a beer, didn't think anything about it, and slammed the trunk door on the kid's head. Bus open, oh. it's bleeding everywhere. This is like 30 minutes before we're supposed to walk in and, and uh, Meadowlands Stadium he's bleeding everywhere. The guy who slammed the trunk, just like went into the show, did barely apologized, And you know, this is my buddy and, and also my ride home. So I'm like, all right, dude, we got to get you. We take him to uh, an ambulance that was like an EMT that was there. And they're like, uh, oh, we got to take you in. So they drive us into the city, go over the bridge into the city, stitch him up. And then the ambulance is like, well, what do you want to do? And we're like, well, let's get back to Meadowland stadium. They drive us through the stadium onto the field. <laughs> and so we, we had horrible tickets, but instead we get all, like floor level seats. They just drive us with the ambulance. Oh. We get out and I shit you not like 20 minutes later. My buddy in one hand is smoking a joint and the other, like holding his bandage on the backside of his head. <laughs> uh, it was, it was an all timer,
4: but I know, uh, I know Kramer. I know you're a big, uh, a big giants fan. That would have been a cool, cool way to see uh see Jason Garrett. But uh, oh, I think, I think it. Mark Mark's had a good, a uh, good Jason Garrett interaction. Oh please. Um, <laughs> yeah. Me and Jason are boys
1: <laughs>
0: really now. So, so Jason Garrett, he's a, he's a fun guy you guys for,
1: watching some Princeton field hockey together or something for
0: us to make fun of. But you, you got, you got to hang with Jason Garrett. What was that like?
3: Oh, it was pretty funny. I well, I mean from my perspective, he probably hated it, but um, <laughs> it was uh what year is it? It was 2017, like around like March 2017. We were we were still in college and I was an intern for an NFL agency down there. It's like how I got my start in the sports business and uh they represented Jason Garrett. And this was like I think 2017, I think he was just coming off like his coach of the year award. Yeah, they were 13
0: um, and 3 that in
3: 2016. Yeah. yeah, so that was like when it was cool to see Jason Garrett. Like <laughs> Um, <laughs> that one year where it was cool. Yeah. But so we had, they have every year the agency hosts this big party, right? Where all the athletes come in and like all the coaches and execs they represent. It's like a big charity thing. Um, and everyone just gets hammered for like a weekend. Like there's like, there's like a all day party, like golf tailgate party at night. It's down in uh, it's down in Dana point at like one of the hotels owned by the Ritz Carlton super sweet. And so I go there, it's the party on like the Saturday night, which is like the big headline event. They had Jim Kelly there, right? Absolute mm-hmm. legend of the game. He gave a speech and he was hanging out. And he was talking to Jason Garrett, like just the two of them, uh, nothing crazy. And so me as like the college intern <laughs> idiot, I'm like, I got to go chop it up with these guys. So I go up to the bartender. I'm like, Hey, I need to get a bottle of Patron. And the bartender's like, I can't give you that. <laughs> I'm like, should I say, I say I'm the assistant of the president of the, com- of the company that is hosting this, which was actually kind of true. And uh I was like, and he needs that bottle of Patron right now. Like, we'll cover the cost of it later. So the the guy gives it to me somehow. I walk up to Jim Kelly and Jason Garrett. I don't want to use my boss's name. I'll call him. The, I'll call him the president. But I was like, I was like, hey, the president wants you guys to uh, to take these. And I got like two shot glasses and a bottle of Patron. Mm-hmm. And Jim Jim Kelly looks at me and he's like, he's like, he does. I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's like, he he knows that I don't drink. <laughs> Cause he's obviously gone through a like, cancer and stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. He's, he doesn't drink at all. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I, I, so, so Jason Garrett's got the you. shot glass in his hand, like poured Jim Kelly's got his in his hand. He's like, I'm not, I'm not going to drink this. Jason Garrett just rips his grabs. Jim Kelly's rips that one too. I look at him in, awe. I pull straight out of the bottle. <laughs> I just give it. I just, I just gesture over to give it to Jason Garrett and he actually grabbed it and started drinking out of it straight <laughs> oh, from the man. bottle winced. <laughs> and he was like, and he looked at me, and he he was like, he was like, every year he fucking does this to me.
1: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, well now wait Something a second. Away with it. More stuff, more news coming to light, Sean. That's gonna make you harder and harder. Oh, to oh, hate on this New York Giants team all rise. Jason Garrett pulling from the Patron bottle like a man. Bucks. Wow. I love that story. That's right.
3: the thing that we we gotta consider about Jason Garrett, though, is that he, he was a lifetime backup quarterback. Am I not am I right yeah, about that? Yeah. Yeah. Back, so I mean back backup of, quarterback. They, those guys probably drink more than anybody. <laughs> right?
0: Oh yeah. They're the coolest guys to hang out with because they're they're <laughs> they still got that quarterback swagger. They just don't really give a shit because they know they're not getting in the game.
3: Yeah, it's a perfect combo. All right, You're backing up Troy Aikman, so he's all good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna wrap things up with a couple of of your guys' NFL thoughts. But before we get to that, want to do a quick shout out to Ace Per Head. Ever thought about starting your own sportsbook, but don't know how? Ace Per Head makes it super easy to start your own sportsbook. They'll set you up with an all inclusive professional betting site. Lines updated the second. Wagers graded immediately. Top notch customer support going 24 7. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. They also offer live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Use our link and you can get up to six weeks free. AcePerHead.com slash SGP. AcePerHead.com slash SGP. It is the NFL and uh, not going to let you guys go without giving us. Just one, one uh, hot take, one big surprise, just one bold prediction for the NFL uh, from you, Kyle, and then Mark. It can't
1: be the Giants are going to win the NFC East. Ryan there. Stole that Ryan one.
0: has locked down that prediction. So any <laughs> other any other bold predictions? Let's get them on record here. Put your guys' uh, feet to the flame a little bit.
4: Okay, um, as a uh, former San Diego Charger fan, as a kid who grew up in San Diego. Uh, I got to watch Philip Rivers for quite a few years, just struggle, struggle, be a good quarterback, but just, just struggle to get get to that final playoff push and really get any more significant. I think now that he's in Indianapolis, uh, they're going to have a good year. That's my that's my vague but uh, but prediction for that. Uh, I think Philip Rivers needed a he needed a change of scenery. Um, big fan of the guy. I think he's going to have a good first year he's over got, in Indy. The Colts have a lot of new
1: fans in Southern California.
4: Same. Yeah, it's true. There
0: you go. Superchargers, charge! All right, so we'll put you down for over on the Colts win total, Mark. Yeah, I'll take it, Mark. What's your uh, what's your bold prediction for this twenty twenty NFL season?
3: How bold do you want me to go? Go bold.
0: Go Go bold. bold. Go Jason Garrett bold. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I can
3: go more than that. we have have
0: to edit that out. People may construe (laughs) that as some sort of compliment to Jason Garrett.
3: What, what do going, you got for uh, us? I, I'm going Washington football team bold. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I'm going uh, Dwayne Haskins MVP. Oh my and, god! <laughs> uh, Dwayne Haskins MVP just got named the starter today. Shout out! Shout out to uh, Ohio State for no reason. I have no affiliation with them. <laughs> they got a uh, defense. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Redskins. Oh, not Redskins. Former Redskins. There you go. Whoops to the Super Bowl but they lose. Wow. Wow,
0: wow. more heartbreak for the Washington football team.
1: <laughs> I like that. He went he 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 spit in the face of my Giants win the division in a different kind of way. I <laughs> like that. The really coming outside the box.
0: All right. Wow, that was awesome guys. Thank you for calling in. Make sure you check out bout that action available everywhere. You can get podcasts on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed. Make sure you follow uh, Kyle on Twitter. Kyle, what, what's your uh, Twitter handle?
4: Yeah, you can follow me at k w h a t n a l l. Also on Instagram, like oh, all the kiddos are. Yeah, at k y l e w h a t n a l l. You can't find Mark on social, uh, but we'd love for you guys to come over check us out. Um, just we just I just turned over my first uh, queen, clean sleep lock dog uh, parlay on the nice. uh, U.S. Open podcast. Uh, Mark's in quite a hole. Uh, so be sure to tune in and watch him lose each
0: week. Well, uh, he's, we I'm sure when the Redskins get to the Super oh Bowl, boy. he will be completely bailed out on me. We, we will yeah, pull this you audio. Gotta, you got
3: you to spend money to make money. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, guys. Thank you for participating you. in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. You hear
1: that, Sean? We're the
0: old guys in the room. <laughs> Kramer, let it ride.